You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. You are now entering Magnified Studios. Welcome. Coming to you from Magnified Studios, Magnified Pod presents It's Hard to Find a Podcast. Covering your favorite indie bands from the 90s Christian alternative scene. Put your tape decks on record. I'm Andrew. I'm John. And this is our podcast. And you know what, John? Hey. Hey, it's we're back. And it's mm-hmm. it's been. Mm-hmm. Five years, my dude. Five years. Five that's, years. Uh, that's what some people call a wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it's man. <laughs> um, yes, June. So mm-hmm. we we launched in June of 2018. It's true. Uh, and I can't believe <laughs> it's, <laughs> it has been this it's long. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Um, yeah. Yeah. As we are releasing this episode it's almost five years exactly to the yes. release of the first magpod app um which means we've been actually doing it even longer than five years um but right but releasing episodes for five years and some people may be asking hey, you guys haven't been around so much lately perhaps a little bit uh inconsistent with the episode releases yes Will the trend of a season per year continue now that you're hitting the five year mark. And we're here to say, hell yeah, it will baby. Yeah. Uh, we got some news on that front about the future of, of Magpod uh, to share with you in this episode. Um, but as we are entering this fifth year, a fifth season will be on the way. Yes. Um, but before we get to that, we, uh, we a need to wrap up season four, right? We're going to close out in a big way that we're excited about. Yes. Um, but that's not today. Today is our fifth year anniversary. Yeah. And we were like, let's just let's get Magpod Nation in our in our headphones. And in our in our inner holes. In our holes. And just give them some life updates and mark the occasion and I know mistakes hang episode. It there's been so much going on. Yeah. in both of our lives in these past it's couple of months. Yeah. Um John, I, I I feel like I feel like a lot of people already know uh-huh. but I feel like you you need to break break this wide open for all of Magpod Nation. Yeah. Well the the, the news is is most important to Magpod Nation uh, because it will make a, you know, an, a direct impact on on their mm. participation in the podcast uh which is that after literally years of us talking about it on the podcast, <laughs> I am actually moving to Minnesota. Wait for this. Yeah. <laughs> Very shitty sounding air horns. <laughs> what better way to celebrate me than with something sounding shitty? Um, <laughs> exactly. That's the, just the way I would want it. Um, yeah, we've been. Ooh. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yes. Uh, long, long talked about, long gestating. Yeah, finally following you up there. We officially sold our house in Illinois. Uh, are closing on a house in St. Paul, aka where you live. Right. Uh, 
next month and uh we'll be moving up there at the end of the summer so it's happening as uh as this new season starts sometime soon we'll be doing it in person again for yes. the first time and you know unified mags magpod studios yeah maybe christened mag magpod studios north mm, north and south now north yeah, and yeah. south i don't know we need we'll figure it out but yeah we we haven't done i mean we've done some like remote kind of one-offs yeah one-off podcasting like but like recording that with our phones and then like adding right. that into an episode and yeah uh this this is going to be getting back to the old days OG days yeah those, man. O- those og days of recording um in your basement and mm-hmm. now i don't know maybe down in my basement you're gonna have to get used to maybe thurston hating you i don't know maybe maybe he'll maybe thurston he'll is want- a dog thurston is a dog yes hey. um uh, no, yeah he, he loves me we're gonna be great yeah. um <laughs> no we uh what am I going to do about all my coughs? You remember how that was like a thing? I'd cough all the time. Because <laughs> you were sick for like 45 years. Yeah. Um, that's just, you know, I, I've had the the mute button as we've been Zooming all these years, but now we'll be back in person. <laughs> that was also because I was like going to work and my kids are at school and just getting sick all the time. This is a new, you know, remote world. So I'm less sick than I used to be. That's true. Um, that's fair. But anyway, we'll be sharing space together. Yes. Looking into each other's eyes as we discussed Christian mm. alternative rock of the nineties mm. and what could be better. <laughs> the dream. Um, the dream. We, uh, yeah, we're excited about this for a few reasons. I think we're going to have some new, uh, ideas in store for how to make the pod, uh, take on some new life in interesting ways. And we'll um, be able to start our horror punk band. Oh my God, dude. Don't even. <laughs> Don't even tease. Let's speak why, that into the universe too. Why would I? Why would I even tease? No, I know. I know this is. I know this is real. I'm just I like. Got, I can't I'm believe my, it's all happening. I got my my drum set, Nary, uh, yeah. not even like ten feet from me. I got no my, you know, I got my Telecaster right here. Ugh. You can slap at the bass, man. We're gonna be. I'm gonna be up there for spooky season in person with you Ooh, this year. We can go. We can go try and find a Hat Man together. Ugh. Hell yeah. Magnified Pod is going to be an all-timer this year. I know. Hell yeah. Um, so get ready for all that, folks. Very excited about this move. Um, long time coming. Um, yes. But uh, got some some other things to to share and to celebrate yes. today. Um, but we also just kind of wanted to catch up with folks and talk about what's been what's been going on for us. So I'm... And each other. You know, it's... it's yeah, right. We haven't... Uh, you know, we we haven't released a an a, <laughs> an episode since april and there's just been yeah god so much stuff that when when was the last episode release date it was april 30th i want to say oh yeah. my god yeah it's been, a little, or, it's, been, it's been a while yeah um yes shout out to those on othello episodes although they feel like quite a quite a long time ago at this yeah. point um but uh you know before we go any further yeah, you. Uh, I know you. You hit up a happy hour earlier tonight, but you. Uh, you, you drinking anything tonight? You, you snacking on anything fun? Uh, you know, I had um actually for for dinner. I had myself uh, an old Arnie Arnie Palmer and Arnie Ooh, P nice. with with a little bit of vodka in it, mm. which was refreshing as hell. Yeah. Um, you know, and I. 
This is probably not the best thing for me to always have next to me when I'm down here, but um, I still have my Sour Patch Halloween candy. Oh, I do too. I had some recently. You know, and I just like <laughs> find myself when I'm playing um, D&D with you know, my brother and, and Dave, like mm-hmm. cracking open some of these pouches. And I'm like, yeah, dude, they're so good. I just, <laughs> I know sometimes I just, it's just what you need. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing a similar thing to you in that I'm taking a non-alcoholic drink and making it alcoholic tonight. Mm. Um, we're not doing water wars, but have you had the spindrift no hito flavor? No, it's a, uh, it's lime and mint. So the idea is, you know, no Hito, like, uh, you know, the whole zero uh, proof beer and cocktail thing we're doing right now, which is great. Uh, And it is very refreshing and tasty on its own. However, I have chosen to add liquor to it (laughs) Um, (laughs) and I don't have any white rum, so it's not a proper mojito. I do have some tequila, so it's kind of a, you know, fake uh, margarita mojito thing. Sure. Um, but it's delightful. So, cheers to uh, Spindrift for holding it down as one of our preferred sparkling waters. You Wine know, and mint, very tasty. I, you know, we have a um, a drink mate um, carbonator. Ooh, yeah. And you know, because buying sparkling water is, yep. it it becomes like a. There's just there's there's a number of things like it the cost because yeah. I drink a lot of sparkling water yeah and you know the waste of buying just tons right. of cans of stuff and you know and the the popular thing right now too is THC seltzers which mm-hmm. are fun to as a like a non alcoholic option but right they're so ridiculously expensive mm-hmm. and so Christy DIY. Why, got some thc drops there you go and you know you can just make your own sparkling beverages and then you can put as much of that in there as you want or not like sometimes i'll just do sparkling water and then like some grapefruit bitters and that that gets that gets me that gets me there it's just like just water and bitters and it's it is and it's you know costs you you know nothing really so i like it if you're if you're going for that topo cheeks, that that's not an expensive. I mean, that's not a that's not a cheap no. habit to to keep up. Oh man, no, to it's, go for the best. It's but, uh, so it's so good. But what I, you know what I do is I do, um, I'll carbonate the bottle, and until it like it's you know reaches its max, I'll depressurize it, and then I'll carbonate it again a little bit, mm. and it gets because then it gets like extra spicy. Oh yeah. Oh man, that is Ooh, that is how that is how I love my which is why Topo Chico is the best because it's yeah, right. so carbonated. Yeah, it sounds like I need to get some some Andrew homebrewed sparkling <laughs> going on. You you might have won the water wars, I think. Mm, yeah. Um, you know what? You know what? I think I'm just gonna have to go do that right now. Right now. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Just just talking <laughs> about it, it's making me like your whistle is wet. Yeah. I know. So I'm gonna I'll, I will be right back. All right. All right, we're back. Hell yeah. What you got? Sparkling water with some grapefruit bitters, bro. Perfect. That's that's what I want to hear. How's that? How's that spice? Sounds refreshing. Dude, 
It's so refreshing. Nailing it. Well done. Yep. Got the drinks. Got the snacks. Mm-hmm. Um. So, John, what's what have what's been going on with you since we last recorded? Because I know that we've we both have seen a bunch of shows since it's true. <laughs> since we last recorded. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm coming up on the the home stretch of my sabbatical, um, which is sad, but also very right. grateful to have had uh, three months off pretty unprecedented and i was saying to somebody like i'm down to like three weeks left which uh you know is longer than like any other time i've had off of work and yet still feels like the sunday scary somehow because i'm like almost back to work um but yes the, the the sabbatical time is coming to a close but i have been able to do a lot of fun stuff in that time including uh, we both saw Pedro the Lion recently. Sure did. Um, posted some of this on our socials, but man, what a show. I have seen, as I said on the podcast, Bazan slash Pedro dozens of times. Um, but, and I've seen Control performed in its entirety live before, and I've seen a lot of songs from It's Hard to Find a Friend perform live before, but never like in this iteration with like, this kind of like muscular rock sound of control applied to like, it's hard to find a friend songs and just like consistent kind of um, musical like tone that they captured for this tour, like across all of those songs. I really was very impressed with kind of like sonically what they landed on for the renditions of these songs. So I was very happy with that show. Uh, I assume you felt similarly when you got to see them. Oh man. I mean, that was my first Pedro. Yeah, show. man. That was it. It was it was supposed to be last year, but I got right. COVID like the day. Wah, wah. Um but yeah, this opening with big trucks was also like <laughs> was also really fun. Just swing those um, arms. <laughs> Gotta this, do it. This jaunty arm swinging. <laughs> it was so good. Oh man, great. all all the control just sounded oh, so yeah, heavy, and, and like for just three people, you know. I know. They, yeah, they brought it. Plus, really he, plus Dave was um, the opening drummer. Yes, um, and Eric so Walter is the guitar player also yeah. has a solo career in his own right. And he was the opening act. So it was just the same three dudes as the current Pedro iteration. Yeah. Just on different instruments, different instruments. So um, it just like, it's double duty for, you know, everybody, but like, um, so it's just, I was just impressed and yeah, no, it was awesome. Got to see second best, uh, which, Oh, uh, famously oh. a rocker live. Um, so good. And I can't remember if we talked about this, but the uh, their like tour manager who who manages the merch and stuff had like a sign like that the she usually, she would usually do it like a hand drawn sign, but then like the other crew made her like a stitched thing to hang up that was like don't talk to like refrain from asking for merch during second best it's just too loud or something like that because <laughs> um, it just it just goes so hard and um, as does magazine 
Oh, magazine. The, the so drums, great. the drums were so good during magazine. It's, it's nice. It was nice seeing, um, yeah, some of these songs that go so hard on the record. Uh, sure. You know, like I was just trying to like not, you know, do the. Yeah. Um, Loved it. Yes. Next time uh, we see Dave, we will see him together up there. And uh, yes, hopefully he'll have some, you know, Phoenix and Havasu jams for you to hear. Um, I I was contemplating getting a shirt because mm-hmm. they did have a priests and paramedics based shirt. <laughs> they did. It's an intense design to go with for a t-shirt. It is. It's a choice. It is a choice, <laughs> but it's also like one of my favorite songs on that record. Oh, yeah. So good. And I was just like, maybe, I don't know. I ultimately it was like, I didn't, I wasn't feeling the color of the actual shirt. Yeah. But it's kind of like a light blue or something. Yeah. Something like yeah. That. yeah. Not really um, my vibe, but yeah, I like that. I like that one they've been doing with the drum kit on it to represent yes. first drum set. First drum set. Yeah. Which is cool. I was hoping to get, um, I have Havasu on vinyl, but I still don't have Phoenix, and I thought they might have that, and they did not. They did have Control, which I thought about getting. Um, we've talked about this a little bit. My approach to vinyl usually is like the kind of more family-friendly ones to throw on yeah. the record player, so they're generally a little more chilled out. I haven't really dipped my toe into like super hard stuff on vinyl too much yet, so refrain yeah, from that so this time. But. No... Um you know, playing your control and talking about corporate come with you. <laughs> yeah, not this time. Um, <laughs> I still yeah, don't I, know what he says because he changed the lyrics. Yeah, it was bubblegum for a while. He said something else this time and I don't remember. There were some definite uh, meaningful lyric choices uh, that were changed for this iteration. And uh, well, we maybe mentioned this, I don't know, but that like, you know, part of the Bazan set is the Q and a and the banter. Right. And for this one, he just did. Cause part of the question was like, how is he going to play two full albums it, without it being like long? Right. And I think the answer was just, he did kind of one aside in the beginning, kind of giving some context for playing these songs today and said, we're not going to do any other talking after this. Um, and he kind of acknowledged like I was like 20 and like yep. 22 or something like that, 25 respectively when I wrote these albums and I'm in a very different place than I was then. And I didn't really know about like misogyny and, right. and things like that then. Um, and he's like, so if this brings up any weirdness in you tonight, I understand and like pay attention to your nervous system and honor it. And he's like, this is a way for me to sort of like, honor where I was at in that time. And I don't know, he mentioned, so he, he closed out with secret of the easy Oak, which he used to do a lot back in the day and used to be like a very meaningful song for me. Um, and he said during the set that he at one time considered it like the best song he'd ever written and then spent like a decade or more than that, like not playing at all and feeling very distant from it now kind of coming all the way back around to being like, Oh, you know, I appreciate things about this. And I feel that way about a lot of his stuff too, where like there might've been a time when I was like, I loved this at a certain point, but it's not really for me anymore. Back all the way back around to like, yeah, this rules. This is a great way to close out the set. So I don't know what did you feel like? Did he give a similar 
sort of context <laughs> at your show. Something else happened. I remember. Yeah, yeah. He um he was talking about um I think he was talking about the secret uh, secret of the easy yoke. Um, I think he gave a little preamble before he played that song, and when he was that he remembers writing it, and I think he said he was like in a van, maybe on tour or something, and he was writing these lyrics, and he, you know, he was like thinking that he was going to be struck by lightning because, like, you know, right. he's like he's like you know this is you know writing these things down, you know, writing writing lyrics, you know about god where you know i wasn't s and god's d you know <laughs> and I love that he... The, the, he, yeah he said he said s and god's d he, it, did, yeah. he didn't actually say it which i thought was <laughs> which i thought was really funny and it got yeah. a it got a big laugh um <laughs> it's it's really honest and i don't even yeah. think about i don't even think about it in in the ways that like you know not too many years later curse your branches comes out and he's right you know, deconstructing and he's, you know, but that song I thought was just the lyrics are just honest. And yeah. it's like, you know, I, I don't, sometimes I don't b- believe in you and, mm-hmm. you know, just like being, being genuine, but um, yeah. I don't, I didn't think it's like anything about the song is like, but it's still, it is one of my favorite songs of his. Yeah. Um, And I appreciate being able to hear it live. Yeah. Absolutely. It was, it was great. Lived up to expectations after diving into those albums so deeply uh, at the beginning of the season. Um, What else, what else have we seen lately? Um, Well, I got to see Charlie Bliss. Hell yeah. We both did, man. Yeah. Oh, we Uh, both did. Yeah. We both saw Charlie Bliss. The best. Uh, I got to see them at Turf Club. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... I also back to back. I got to see Muna and Cursive. Oof, yeah, dude, jealous of both of those. Those were those are super rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, then then Pedro. Tomorrow, I'm actually going to see Meet Me at the Altar. Okay, are you familiar with? I know the name, but I don't. They're like an easy core band. Okay, right on. Appealing, appealing, appealing to like a younger audience, but sure. you know. Love, I love some easy core. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping it comes back in a, you know, into the mainstream and in the ways that like pop punk has in, in recent years. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> how, and how could I forget? I got to see Graveyard Club open for fastball. <laughs> yes. We need to unpack this a little bit. We had a whole <laughs> fastball deep dive. That's that's true. <laughs> it was like, oh man, I I guess I didn't remember some of the. I mean, everybody knows the fastball song, the way. The way. Like yeah. that's that's like they're a huge hit. Yeah. But then I I had forgotten that fire escape. Yeah. Was I'll be the rain falling on uh, your fire escape? Yeah. And then out of my head is also another out huge one. Like head and me out, out of my, my head. Mind. So many jams. Yeah, I was like, I didn't even like, I didn't know those other two were fastball. Because yeah, like in the '90s, sometimes you just, you just like you hear something on the radio, like you don't always know who the artist was. You didn't have um, a way to look up what a single was, and so like sometimes you just hear things. It's like, oh, I'm familiar with that song. I don't know who the artist is, right? Um, but yeah, so that was like, holy shit! They uh, they played the Art of World. 
what do you call that? A festival, I guess. Uh, annual. Yeah, it's, a, it's an arts festival. There, yeah. there's a bunch of different um, satellite events happening. Mm-hmm. Like Bauhaus um, has a, a stage where they have music and prize they had a stage and prize was where i saw um was where fastball and graveyard club yes these are different breweries up there yeah um but yeah graveyard club often plays this festival uh fastball doesn't always so it was (laughs) an interesting uh an interesting lineup an interesting Uh, get you said it was a good time right oh man it was great it was really fun that rules Um, graveyard club absolutely crushed as they always always do Yes. Um, we were making the comparison of, you know, there's some there's some PFR adjacent vibes in fastballs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pop rock content. So you've really been seeing some classic nineties uh pop forward rock acts lately. Um I'm PFR was a while ago, but yeah, that was uh this I think it was in October last year or something like that. Sure. But but it was also a relief in a way, not that I was super heavily invested in fastball, but it was like, I think it would have been a huge bummer if I, if they were playing a show and they sucked, Yeah, you know, that would have been like, uh, this is kind of a bummer, but they like, or if still... he was like, this next one's for Fauci, <laughs> the fucking yeah. liar. And you'd be like, Ooh, their <laughs> politics are bad now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, they, the the harmonies were tight. They sounded cool. really good, you know. So that's that all was... for life, man. That's right. They made up their minds and they started packing. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, hope to see fastball at some point in my life. Um, yeah, I, I can't remember. I'm sure there have been other things, uh, but there's a bunch of shows coming up, some of which we'll be at together. Um, uh, Taylor Swift, ever heard of her? Uh, well, I wish I could have gone to see her here, but I could not. Yep. Um, next week, bro. Dude, we might have to do a, a, a Taylor pod on the Patreon or something to really get the full debrief. Yes, I think that's uh, going to have to be the case. Okay, that's a good idea. Um, very jealous of that. Uh, I am seeing Beyonce next month. Ooh, here, man, uh, which yeah. will be cool. Hell yeah. Um, seeing Big Joni, who I think I mentioned on the pod before, but I they're like so. uh, uh, all black women. Yeah. trio from london playing some cool kind of riot girl beats uh excited for that uh boy genius couple Ooh. weeks here Ooh. uh question mark because so they're doing it as part of this like reset festival which is like a new festival that they kind of created other headliners for the weekend are like lcd sound system your faves um and uh i think like jamie xx is going to be there there's some big acts but it's like this new thing and in chicago they're doing it at reese park which is like not a place that's ever had concerts uh it's over by like belmont reagan or whatever that area is called um so there's been a lot of like neighborhood pushback to this whole festival happening and apparently the city has never actually approved it (laughs) it's like two weeks away now so it's somewhat questionable whether it'll happen so anyway i hope i get to see them in a couple weeks uh boy genius record Probably still my favorite of the year so far. So pumped for that if it does happen. Tell me, tell me about this this horror punk band that you saw. Ooh. Yeah, man. With this with every single member that I'm in love with. <laughs> Won't stay dead is the name of the band. Which I mean, come on, cool name. Yes. Um, they uh, yeah, I've been following them for a little while. I think a little while. They only have one LP out. They have uh, I think a couple EPs and some singles. Um, and they 
I've been wanting to see them live for a while. They played the um, beer canned festival that our dudes much the same played mm. in uh, that I was talking about, uh, whatever that was, maybe a month or so ago. Um, but uh, I missed them at that fest because they played way earlier in the day. Um, so yeah, got to go see them at the Subterranean in Chicago. It was great. So they're a lot of fun. Very kind of, uh, you know, that classic kind of horror punk kind of grungier pop punk mm. sound some nice harmonies and singing about death and stuff <laughs> and your favorite my fave sometimes they uh do like um red blood capsules across their throats on stage sometimes yeah. they pass around a like communion cup as they did at this show and put bloody upside down crosses on their foreheads during the set um they rule so yeah shout out to won't stay dead it's uh fronted by two women um who uh who we're all in love with um (laughs) yeah uh yeah more horror punk to come soon um and then uh i'm gonna be seeing hold steady with dillinger four and mountain goats on july 1st here Mm. but then also (laughs) Yes. Being Hold Steady and Dillinger 4 with Bob freaking Mold of Who's Who Do with you yes. at the freaking state fair uh, <laughs> in September. Dude. So cannot wait for that. And then uh, later that month, Postal Service. Postal Service together. Man, what a fall this is going to be. Oh, my boys. God. Um, Dude, this is going to be. Can't wait un- for that. Oh, uh, also in August, I'm seeing Jimmy World. Oh, yeah. Wait, where's that for staff? uh no i think it's at the armory okay that makes sense with manchester orchestra who i could take or leave yeah um also i already texted you about this but in august uh smoking popes friends of the pod Mm. um with openers broke downs josh saw my nips (laughs) josh cater who saw you famously half nude (laughs) um and uh the broke downs who i love and have talked about multiple times are opening for them that's a turf club so we'll have to go to that and check that out um but yeah, man, the uh, bearing the lead there a little bit, like the Minnesota State Fair is something we've talked about on the pod before. It's something that you've done one of our great fields remote record segments from <laughs> to have some weird <clears throat> weird beers and report back for yeah. me on the weird beers that were consumed. The State Fair is amazing there, and I feel like when we talk about it, sometimes to people who don't have that sort of yeah gigantic State Fair culture, they're like, "Oh, what?" So there's like some pigs and stuff, and I'm like, "No, dude, it's like <laughs> incredible." Uh, it's so fun in terms of like the culinary offerings and uh-huh. the many many kinds of new beers that are premiered there every year, and it's like gigantic. And I don't know, man. There's the haunted house that I love there. Yep. All kinds of fun stuff. Obviously, concerts like we're talking about. Yes. Um, but yeah, the one of the things that just happened um, while we were off was yeah. um, they did a summer kickoff, which was like a very concentrated version of the fair. It was like yeah. very limited tickets and um, so cool. It was just sort of like, yeah, and, and the weather couldn't have been more perfect. It was the perfect weather for that weekend yeah and so it's like yeah being able to walk around enjoy some beers get some food um and uh you know there's going to be there's a lot more vegan offerings this Mm. this time around this Mm -hmm. with each each passing year um i also got a 
shaved ice, which I haven't had there before, which was a delight. You could like uh, choose, you know, like a couple or or two or three different flavors in this giant bowl of of shaved ice. And on a warm day, you know, Uh, I haven't had it. I haven't had a snow cone or shaved ice in in decades. Yeah. And to to walk up to this place and see that they had tiger's blood, which was a flavor that I used to get as a kid when I lived in Kansas forever ago. So what and, have we talked about this? This is the thing that Charlie Sheen is made of, right? <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> um, Tell me about tiger's blood. I don't know what tiger, it is. Tiger's blood is like a, um, I think it's sort of maybe watermelon and it's like a, a combination of flavors. So it's like okay. maybe watermelon. A oh, little, you know a what? Hint, I, a hint of coconut. Yes, we did have this. That like at my kids' last day at school, there was like a, a Kona ice shaved ice thing out front. And Tiger's blood was yeah. one of the flavors we got. So now it's yeah. all coming back. Yes. And so I got I got that one. I got Tiger's blood with uh with mango. So it was just like a nice good tropical combination. Ooh, delightful. Um, and. They, I'm ready for the for the full fair this year because uh, they also they had vegan corn dogs and mm. those are legit. The only thing Man. that's a bummer is that like, you know, I, I don't mind paying you know for the fair prices for some of these specialty foods and stuff. I get it, but like some of the beer prices are obnoxious. Yeah. Like you go someplace and you're paying like nine or ten dollars for a Coors Light. Like that's not gonna work. That's that's not that's not that's not for your boy. No. I do I do love a Coors Light, but of course that's, you know don't don't try and pull that bullshit on me. I'm trying to trying to tap the Rockies, not not tap my, my wallet. Hey oh I don't know. <laughs> tap your wallet, that's the saying people use. <laughs> people people say um, that all the time. Yeah. Anyway, at any rate, I'm I'm so incredibly excited to be at the fair this year. Oh, uh, man, we've already best. discussed like I want a day to bring the kids and you know have some cookies and have a nice time, and then another day where we are inebriated uh, the entire day, <laughs> ending with seeing Hold Steady together. You know what I'm piecing together? September is going to be wild for us because uh, at the beginning of the month, September second, uh, Hold Steady at the State Fair. Right. The end of the month. Postal Service and Death Cab, September 24th. But what we haven't talked about yet is the weekend after Hold Steady, we're going to Virginia to see Goaty Hook reunite. That um, is true. <laughs> so that's like three out of the four weekends in September we're going to be at shows, uh, one of which we are taking Magpot on the road for, flying out to D.C. We're not going to get to Furnace Fest this year, so we are going to the one planned Goaty Hook reunion show. Could not be more excited. Yep. Uh, Magpod Nation folks, if anybody's going to be there, September 9th, uh, I believe it's Jam and Java uh, <laughs> in Fairfax. Um, come through because uh, I can't wait for that. Um, so, anyway, that's quite a month for us uh, coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, I know. And there's just, there's just so much, so much to do um, and so much to, plan for for your boys yes. with the remaining season and um planning for season five um yep. you know uh we got some 
you know, potential Magpod hangs coming up here soon. Yes. Danny, Danny stairs is going to be in town. Ooh. Yeah. Um, uh, Meg is also going to be coming through town. Ooh. And Caleb, just late breaking news. Caleb is also, I think, what? Be- everybody's coming up to Minnesota before I get there. It's like you're going to be, wait, so you're going to be here. That I had can- talked with Danny about maybe trying to get to the uh, Bad Time Records show, but I don't think I'm going to be able to make that happen. I think that's the- like the weekend I was talking about. July 8th. Yeah, that's Elliot's birthday party that we have to come back to Chicago for. Even yeah, though we yeah. will have been there up until the day before. So yeah, sad. But what about uh, Megan and Caleb? When are they going to be there? Yeah, like, like around that yeah. time, like maybe the... I think that week after, like maybe the 10th or so, okay. 11th, something like that. Well, folks, this is all future, sort of like up, up in the air. Okay. When you come to Minnesota, you can now see both of us. So just right. plan on that. Um, you know, a couple other shows that have happened recently uh, that are relevant to Magpod Nation that we didn't get to, but that some of the members of Magpod Nation mm. did. Uh, Red Bridge Fest, of course, right. always these great canadian festivals happening with all the bands we love very jealous of all the like booming montreal punk scenes happening there i know man freaking craig's brother friends of the pod too bad eugene friends of the pod yes not playing any shows here but going up to canada to play some shows so a little bit jealous um but uh yeah i had some folks doing some live reporting from there talking about how fun it was saw some video Ted throwing down or dude Jason throwing down, dude Steve throwing down. I mean, what a what a what a lineup. Uh that looked super fun. Really hope to see Craig's brother at some point soon in our lives. Um, but uh even more relevant to our interests, Andrew, Five Iron mm. Frenzy. Heard Ooh, of them. I have played their first show in in quite a while recently, opening for Safe Ferris in Denver. Um, and our boy Bobby G Ooh. threw down on the trumpet on Renegades. Uh something he was supposed to do and sent us <laughs> a voicemail true. about last year for furnace fest and didn't happen due to technical difficulties, but this time it came through and I believe we got a, a voice memo from him. We talking sure do. about the experience. What's up Magpod? It's your boy, Bobby G Robert gay. And, uh, I'm back home in Nashville after, uh, a trip to Denver. I got to see five iron frenzy co-headline the Gothic theater with save Ferris. And uh, it was a really, really great show. Um, and I got to sit in for Renegades. Yeah. It was so special. And um, something we had tried to make happen at Furnace Fest, but uh, there were some technical difficulties, so that did not wind up happening. Uh, but it did happen, and I've even got video, and it was such a <laughs> treat to, uh, you know, just get to hang out with them, perform with them on stage. Definitely a dream come true, like... I've been a fan since 2001, I, I guess. Uh, so it's like 22 years in the making. Pretty cool. Anyway, um, they played a great set. Save Ferris, man, uh, really an awesome set. And there were two local hardcore punk ska openers that were awesome as well. But uh, I guess I'm mostly here to talk about Five Iron. And um, it was a great set. They had so much energy it was a sold out show um so i jumped in the pit uh, certainly for american (laughs) kryptonite which was awesome (laughs) then i had to conserve my energy a little bit and get ready for renegades which was really an honor to perform um i think i'm just gonna keep 
you know, relishing that memory for the rest of my life. And, redemption. A little redemption. Uh, it's great right. to just, you know, feel that camaraderie from the band. Uh, they've meant so much to me for my whole adult life and even part of my childhood. So it's really cool. I told them last night, like, it's great to grow up uh, with them and kind of, you know, have grown up now alongside them and now see their kids hanging out who are like right. full grown people. Like <laughs> I, I compared Belmont uh, IDs with Copeland, uh, Dennis's son, who's like now studying at the same university where I went to college. Oh my God. It's just cool to be, to witness like the, the fan community as well. Uh, I got to meet a lot of the local like West Coast, Denver and Albuquerque fans some really great people and there's just there's nothing like five iron and there's nothing like the people that love five iron frenzy so it was a reminder of how special it is to get to make music to get to be part of this goofy and sincere and welcoming group of people and um definitely a shout out to scott and the care family kurt i always get confused about the pronunciation uh i'll leave that for another time but um, I, you know, to help me save some money on the trip, uh, Leonor spearheaded a campaign to find me a couch to crash on, which turned into Scott's guest room, which was really great. Mm. Um, and then this morning I got to take a little tour with coffee of his, uh, studio space. Yes. Um, just, you know, there in the basement, it was a, a good glance under the hood, if you will. But yeah, um. So much love and so much thankfulness to the whole Five Iron community. You know, Reese, Leonor, Scott, Andy, Dennis, Brad, uh, Sonny, Micah, and then, you know, Keith as well from back in the day. Uh, that whole community is super special. And all the fans, it's really cool to just, like, step into this universe in a city and um, find friends right away. So shout out to people like them and people like you because magpod for life <laughs> that's right peace hell yeah buddy thanks um, G. what a cool experience uh talented dude great dude sharing great the stage dude. with other talented great folks in the band and uh wish we could have been there all i can say yeah. is something that i've told many of the members on many occasions which is look can we get some other shows please what are we doing here can we uh, i'd like to see some of these songs live please literally um, anytime we have anybody on the pod we're just like so like so you're coming to the midwest right like you're this happening soon would you say yeah so in um, terms of like playing here are we like a yes or like a definitely yes or terms of like singing while supplies last at the top of our lungs <laughs> together in person is that going to happen so just like in terms of us uh ripping our arms off and throwing <laughs> them on the stage so yes the, or no opening up the pit yeah uh, anyway thank you bobby for that uh sounded like a great time um, Scott, Scott Kerr, one of the one of the, the all time best dudes. Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I love I love our little text thread that we have with uh, <laughs> uh, Matt Langston, friend of the pod, and Scott yes. Kerr, friend of the pod. Just um, like just being able to become close to those two dudes over the years because yeah. of the pod is just like we're we mostly just like trade i think you should leave memes yeah. back and forth but it's, it, it's a text thread with two 
artists whose work we deeply respect that's just become and i think you should leave meme thread uh, which <laughs> is there any better way to <laughs> I don't honor our so. friendship than yeah than just like um, waking up in the morning and having a text from matt that says it's got a bush what the hell <laughs> uh shout out to the egg game from new season i think i'm you not leave. in trouble at all <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the driving crooner um <laughs> making his way across town uh, um, yeah. shout out shout out to trying to uh, start a pay it forward chain <laughs> yeah 55 tater tots 55 <laughs> hamburgers um anyway uh yeah we should also do it i think you should leave patreon maybe um, oh, for sure just get scott and matt on just to talk about that i think um, we need to i think we need to do an entire episode of Call. I think you should pod and yes, let's do and, it and just get Matt and Scott on and uh, just and then just bullshit for. <laughs> this is a great idea. Um, so yes, thank you to Robert. Uh, that's not all uh, of the Magpod Nation folks we've heard from recently. Uh, as we've said, you know, uh, not not as many uh, episodes dropping as consistently as possible, perhaps throughout the five years we've been doing the show lately. But we have been doing the show for five years. Uh, many archives available of many episodes. Um, and some folks have used that occasion to recently go back and listen to some older episodes, uh, including this comment I wanted to shout out. We got from Danny Ashes on our Podbean. Uh, Danny was going back through that Magnafrite pod content um, and listened to our Rackets and Drapes and Savior Machine episode uh, with producer Jason that we released on the main feed uh, last October. And Danny just recently uh, left this comment I wanted to share. Um, they said, wow, I feel like this episode was made specifically just for me. I was a sheltered goth kid in Illinois who had no idea what actual goth music was, much less what Manson sounded like. These bands were like a breath of fresh air to my angsty repressed self. Like I would literally play baby killer on the youth group sound system and get away with it. It's interesting to look back now at the cringe edgelord stuff as a trans person myself, who's now an atheist and goth music podcaster. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Danny. Got to find out what your what your goth music pod is so we can yeah learn a little bit more about you. But um, again, like you know, you're you're dropping all these little nuggets and then <laughs> like you know uh, scampering away. Like you know what's you know what's what's your podcast? What's your what you know? You know where where you living at now? Like yeah, just right. like this is like you you sound like specifically a kind of person that we want in our community. So like you know, Absolutely. find us on our socials. We're we we're like I was having trouble even you know. John was like, oh, we got this comment on our Podbean. I'm like, I didn't even know we could do that. Where is <laughs> yeah, where I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I think I've seen the like comments thing under the posts on Podbean, but never like occurred to me that there could be comments there. Yeah. So um yes, yes, I just Googled Danny Ashes and found out that uh Cemetery Confessions is Ooh. the world's first and only goth talk podcast. Um since then they've created the Belfry Network, a collective of podcasts focused on subcultural issues. Uh so there you go. Check that out. Cemetery Confessions. Um hell yeah. So that was cool. Uh, an even older uh, episode <laughs> was listened to recently by uh, Jaded Foster on Twitter, who tweeted at us, uh, after getting hooked on the pod when you guys delved into Bazan, I started back at the beginning. Shout out to you. Um, 
This has been stuck in my head all week. Whether it's real or not, you gain a little knowledge, despite what Dumbledore said, despite what Dumbledore said, if you know, you know. And I confess that when I read this tweet to Andrew, I was like, what is that a reference to? And you said. It's a reference to my uh, wizard rock band, Ollivander. Hell yeah. Um, about the my song, The Mirror, about the mirror of air said. <laughs> and uh, so this is like, an extremely deep cut uh, like um, from our very, very early episodes where we talked about like probably the first time we talked about my uh, wizard rock music. We probably talked about tiger Jack for the first time. Yes. Yes. Um, Yes. Such a, such a deep cut that I didn't even catch the (laughs) Elevander reference. So how could I, how could I have let that slip by me? But shout out to, uh, to foster, for checking that out. Um, and then they also said, I think this actually needs to be a thread so I can add my reactions and comments to pod ups from 2018. Um, but uh, said, we're here for that. Yeah. I, that's what I said. Then uh, they said, number two, I'm pretty sure I had a dream about Aaron Sprinkle last night. So uh, <laughs> at foster jaded on Twitter. Thank you for diving through the archives please continue sharing your thoughts in real time we appreciate folks uh, finding these episodes whenever they find them uh, yeah there are hundreds of them yes uh, and and like some of these things these references um it's nice to be reminded of some of them because yes like we it for us they were you know five years ago at this point right and it's funny to remember because you you said like you you had uh listened to one of our pedro episodes um mm-hmm. recently and like some reference that uh what was it again like about like i lord i just want to lift up oh yeah well i was talking about how in eighth grade at my christian school we had the project of planning our own church and so naturally what oh, I right. said I would have in my church was a, a pit where we would <laughs> open up a pit for the worship. And uh, we talked about the prayers that that one might share in that yeah. context. And you said, <laughs> Lord, I just want to lift up the shoe that I found in the pit. Does this belong to anybody? <laughs> and I was listening to this and cracking up. So yeah, congrats to us uh, a few years ago and longer on many jokes that we may have forgotten we ever made. Um yeah. I, I have I when it comes to the pod, I like have like the worst memory oh, because yeah. some of these some of these bits are just in passing and then I completely forget them. Right. So, right. Yep. You know, some some of this stuff that you know people are discovering yes. from years ago. I'm just like Yeah. Oh man, what shit, what did I say? <laughs> yeah, no. You you talk extemporaneously for hundred and fifty something episodes over five years and you're not going to remember a lot of those uh, those nuggets later. No. Um, but speaking of marking this fifth anniversary, Andrew, mm, mm. I thought I would honor the occasion oh, uh, by throwing together a half-assed quiz. Ooh, uh, hell yeah! <laughs> we're back in when quiz territory. I am the quiz master. Put on your quiz master pants. I wear the quiz master pants tonight. Uh, it's not not up to the level of of some of your finest quiz mastering. Um, but I thought you know we should we should honor the occasion in some way. So I'm ready. Let's do this. I'm calling this. Can Andrew win a fifth anniversary quiz if there are no fifth f i f 
related oh. questions. Uh, nice. A little little five round joke there. There we go. I, def- I definitely didn't throw it together last minute, so let's find out. <laughs> um, well, for this occasion, I'm going to mark it by uh, opening a pack of Sour Patch Kids. Perfect. I mean, what better way to honor five years than with a nearly year old candy? <laughs> um, they still taste fresh, as far as I'm concerned. Um, oh man, we're going to have to visit some candy stores together this fall. Uh, mm. All right. Question number one. There are, of course, five Great Lakes, but we know that the one that touches Minnesota is the best one because it's called Lake Superior, uh, known as such because it's the largest freshwater lake in the world. Uh, But a question about one of these five Great Lakes, what percentage of the planet's fresh surface water does Lake Superior contain? Oh, shit. Is it A, 2%, B, 5%, C, 10%, or D, 15%? 2, 5, 10, 15? Yes. What percentage of the planet's fresh surface water does Lake Superior contain? That's operating under the assumption that I know how much other fresh water there is. (laughs) Right, sure. I got to go 5. Going B, 5%? 5%. Andrew, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Shit. 10%. 10? That, that's ten, scary. One, one tenth of the fresh surface water on the planet is from Lake Superior. Isn't that wild? Dude, that, that terrifies me. Because <laughs> it's just so much. No, because um, that feels like there should be more. <laughs> oh, like, well. We, de- we depend on yeah. fresh water and... You know, you know what they say that future wars won't be fought over oil; they'll be fought over water. Right, yeah, the water wars, as we often invoke. Yep. So, if, uh, when when everything pops off, you can find me and John in Duluth. Well, uh, yeah, I think we talked about this on the pod before that they say they've identified Duluth as like the safest place to be in the coming awful uh, climate and economic collapse that are sure to come cool. because <laughs> of being, you know, very far north near the lake, all that great stuff so yes find us there um as civilization collapses um question number two we all know the five senses mm-hmm. right? smell taste touch hearing but scientists also refer to a sixth sense mm. known as umami pro- <laughs> not that one mm. but proprioception okay what what is proprioception is it proprioception. is it a an ability to see ghosts. Ooh. B, an awareness of where our limbs are and how our bodies are positioned in space. What? <laughs> Should I repeat that? No, no. I'm just, okay. I'm just like, it's very specific. <laughs> C, an awareness of temperature and how our bodies respond to it. Or D, the action of motion. Proprioception. What are we talking here? Okay, propio. All right. I don't know this some fucking Latin or something. Proprio. Um I don't know. Proprius. Pro Propri Proprion. Let's see. Like mm. I'm trying to think of like what the Skid. root. I'm trying to I'm trying to sound it out here. I'm trying to mm-hmm. uh can you can uh can you give me the language, language language of origin? <laughs> I can't um, do that, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um 
Man, I wish I were smarter. Um, I'm Is gonna have right? to go. I'm gonna have to go with the uh, uh, space spatial awareness. You're saying proprioception is an awareness of where our limbs are and how our bodies are positioned in space sure yes you're correct oh shit well done uh when we close our eyes our sense of the world and our body's place in it doesn't disappear an invisible impression remains the sense is called proprioception huh like the other senses it helps our brains navigate the world but unlike the other senses it never turns off except in very rare cases so huh. there you go. It's like the phantom limb thing. You know, you feel yes, like yes, your yes. elbow's doing this thing, even if it's not, or you can imagine what your foot would be doing if it wasn't asleep or missing if you, you know, are yes. missing a limb or whatever. So anyway, fascinating. Uh, it's is. not uh, the ability to see ghosts, but I know people uh, think of the sixth sense as <laughs> I see dead people. So I had to throw that in there. Fair enough. Um, all right. Pretty good. One for two. Hmm. Uh, number three. Freddy. For many, for many '90s Nickelodeon kids. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Nick News W five. Yes, uh, Linda Ellerby with, with Linda Ellerby was our first exposure to the five W's of journalism: who, what, where, when, why. But which future public figure got their first national exposure thanks to Nick News W five? Was it A. Pete Davidson, B. Ted Cruz, C. Jack Dorsey, founder of Twitter, or D, Meghan Markle. What the fuck? <laughs> One of those four people was prominently featured on Nick News W5 in the 1990s. Man, like as a contributor or as like a, like... I don't want to give too much away. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to go with Meghan Markle because the idea of Ted Cruz uh, hanging out with Linda Ellerby is just too much of a bummer for me. <laughs> Um, um, Pete Davidson, he would be would be a fetus at that time. <laughs> well, you know, the show continued through the mid two thousands, my friend. Oh, I did not know that. No. All right, I'm gonna. Have to, I'm still gonna. I'm sticking with uh, with Meghan Markle because I stand. We stand the old Duchess of Sussex. Final answer. Uh, you are correct. Oh shit! Hell yeah, Meghan Markle uh, in 1993. A then 12-year-old Meghan Markle was featured on the show after writing letters to get a company to change a national television commercial she That's viewed as right. sexist. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Um, I think it was like a... It was, a, it was, a, it was for like dish soap. Yeah, yeah, soap. Um, and there was some kind of bullshit like women do this or whatever. And yep. as a kid and not a world-famous uh, actor or royal at that point, uh, was just like, this is the... this is stupid and was a successful campaign and linda ellerby was like hey let's get this kid on the show and that was uh her first uh time in the spotlight so shout out to megan markle not ted cruz or jack Dorsey or pete davidson just kind of people i, I don't know they're just kind of in the news sometimes i suppose yeah um but uh yes yeah, so glad that ted cruz and linda ellerby were not like you know old friends or whatever <laughs> um shout out to linda ellerby forever um shout out to you for getting two out of three so far all right. Let's do it. Let's go. Number four. I don't know if you're familiar, but the 90s English boy band Five mm. <laughs> used the numeral five in the spelling stylization of their name. The question is, where did they place the five in their name? Was it... What? 
Was it A, 5-I-V-E? B, F-I-5-E? C, F-I-F-5? Or D, F-I-V-E-5? Does this make sense? This this <laughs> this sounds like you're having a stroke. <laughs> um, it's like you know how a seven five f i e v five e five. Blink twice if you are having trouble. John, um, are you smelling toast? <laughs> I'm doing fine. I just want to know how five spells their name with the numeral, Andrew. It's a normal question to totally ask. Normal question. It's like how seven is stylized as like the the number seven is the yes. B in seven. You're with right, me. Right, right, yes. Should I, yes. should I repeat these choices? Yes, but but use but don't do the letters for A, B, C, and D because that's okay, like, okay, that's, that's true. Like okay, throwing me. Yeah, off. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> try to sound like I'm not the victim of uh, some sort of crisis. Um, all right, is it five I V E? F-I-5-E, F-I-F-5, or F-I-V-E-5. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so This is when it would be helpful for you to be looking at it, but... That's true. Sorry. No, it's like... Uh, okay, so... <laughs> Uh, I think was it was it F I five E was that one of them? That was one of them. Okay, I'm gonna go with F I five E. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, Unfortunately, shit. it's five I V E. Five uh, I V E. Five spelled their name. Five starting with a five. <laughs> um, so naturally, I mean, I, I'm so, I'm a fucking idiot that I would have I would have guessed the other one. I don't know. Weird. Um, Five's debut album, Five, <laughs> was released in 1998. Uh, shout out to them. Okay, you got one more chance. Let's see, what are you? Uh, three for three for four? Yes. Two, or two for four? four? Two for four. Two for four. Still, still pretty good. I'm um, five for five? I, I, I got them all? <laughs> I think so. Give me five, five for five <laughs> IVE. Um, <laughs> yes. I got five out of four so far. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I feel good about your chances on this last one. All right. Is um, it more Nickelodeon? No, unfortunately. But um, you know, we're 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 entering our, our fifth anniversary here, and it's a significant moment for our relationship. Our our F I five E anniversary. <laughs> our fifth five and frenzy. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. What is the traditional fifth anniversary gift? Is oh, it shit. a cotton? B wood. C flowers or D iron. Cotton, right. wood, flowers, or iron. If I were to give you anything for our five I V five E anniversary, uh-huh. I would like to give you some wood. Well, I got news for you, buddy. Yeah. Um, we're giving each other wood on this fifth anniversary. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you stole my thunder because what I was going to say was, you know, we're giving it to each other today, but you always give me wood. So it's um, it's great that we can yes. give each other the gift of wood on this fifth anniversary. <laughs> so, yes, you are three for five. I think pretty good on this kind of hard sounding like I was just having a stroke uh, quiz that I threw together to celebrate our fifth anniversary. Well done. Well done. Yes. Loved it. Well okay, done. Good. Um, I don't know how else we want to celebrate. Um, we can we can talk a little bit about some 
future plans perhaps uh i don't know i think it's fair to say we have one more little stretch of episodes planned for yes. the indie rock season yes we're gonna close big with i think the band everybody's been waiting for for us to talk about the season which is me without you um little marky <laughs> little marky finally I don't know. Everybody has been clamoring. Like big, big indie heads have been asking for us to do a legitimate. Marky, Marky. <laughs> Streets are yeah. talking. Streets are um, talking. Need more. Need more uh, pro-life abortion content. Oh boy. Um, no, none of that to be found uh, in in me without you. Fortunately, I don't believe. Um, no, it doesn't seem like something they do. Um, so yeah, we, we we're still figuring out exactly the. You know the timing of the episodes, the number of episodes, yep. guests, things like that. But we promise we we plan to close big uh, with that important band. Then probably take a little time off. Um, but we're we're figuring out next steps to come right. after that, and we're excited yeah. about it. And you know, John's moving, and mm-hmm. you know, there's there's you know, we're trying to you know, you know, I haven't I haven't really talked any much too much about my yeah personal life or anything it uh but you know my partner is moving in to my place yeah and so like she's trying to sell her house we're trying to um you know get things organized here and you know it it, combining two households you know takes takes Mm -hmm. time and you know so it's it's been good to have that uh to have this time as well uh as we're Definitely. trying to navigate that and plus you know work and you know so it's it's yeah. been it's been helpful for, it's been helpful for us to have this little bit of time and um you know i know that everybody's been sort of things have been a little quiet but mm-hmm. we appreciate we appreciate everybody kind of you know hanging out hanging out with us still and um we got some more got some more stuff coming your way that's right we're not we're not wrapping up in five years. I can tell you that much. Um, yes, appreciate everyone's patience during the season. That's been a little more stretched out than usual. Um, but uh, yes, to your point, Andrew, it's been appreciated for us, and and we know folks are understanding. Thanks for thanks for hanging on. Thanks for still listening. Um, more to come, uh, including, you know, we want to get some more some more hangs going with our Patreon punk buddies. Mm. Um, we haven't done a a zoom hang together in a while i have been wanting to come up with like a trivia thing we could do some night yeah. i think that would be really fun you got to put some thoughtful thoughts into how that would look um but yeah more, more patreon come coming soon too uh, am i having a stroke again i don't know <laughs> um but yes just to say Quick, we're, we're john how many fingers am i holding up <laughs> uh five <laughs> spelled with a numeral five um Yes, I uh, we we both appreciate everybody who listens, but uh, in particular those Patreon punks for still supporting us even when the content isn't coming as fresh every week as it as it used to. You right. know, we spent the bulk of those five years releasing two hour plus episodes every week. So, yeah. um, you know, give us kind of some fucking slack already, guys. <laughs> Just kidding. Going um, going from like we really appreciate <laughs> you, you fucking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um. 
but yes, there are many episodes to go back and listen to. Yeah. Should you be hankering for them? Find yeah. the various threads <laughs> on social media where you can chime in on five-year-old episodes. Check out Andrew's band, Olivander, uh, for more deep cut references. Um, or or don't. Or uh, don't. That, well, you know, either also, way. That's um, also totally fine. No, you should. They're good. Um, in the meantime, as always, check us out at Magnified Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Follow and subscribe if you haven't already and give us a rating or review. We will read your review on the pod. You can email us at magnifiedpod at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail at 872-762-4763-8727-MAGPOD. You can support us on the aforementioned Patreon. It's patreon.com slash magnifiedpod. And you can pick up some merch at magnifiedpod.storeenvy.com. Mm. Thanks to Small Step Records for sponsoring us. Go to smallsteprecords.com to learn more. And thanks to Shadow Producer Jason and Bruno at Unoriginal Vinyl for our artwork. Well, I think I hear the voice of the spirit begging us to shut the fuck up. We'll be back soon to try to make you go stray when we talk me without you. There's a little, there's a little Ollivander for you. The best. How could I have forgotten? <laughs> How could I have forgotten? Uh, rest, rest in the knowledge that uh, supporting Ollivander means only supporting Andrew and not any turfs. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, no, no support for this band uh, goes to um, any any hateful bullshit you know and that's, that's right. one of, that's one of the things that has been great about uh the harry potter community is that mm-hmm. they've sort of reclaimed it from yeah. you know from jk rowling and it's like you know what we're still going to take away a lot of the messages of love and acceptance and not othering people just because they're different um hey uh hey speaking of non-divisive pieces of culture yeah it's just like yoda said in the last jedi we are what they grow beyond Mm. uh we have grown past jk rowling she built a cool world now we're like get the fuck out of here we've taken (laughs) your ideas we're no longer interested in you so that's right um 
Uh, J.K. Rowling, not as wise as Yoda in many ways, but uh, Yoda wasn't a turf, I don't think. Um, no, definitely not. Um, you, but you know what, John? You had said uh, something. You We just briefly discussed about how we're going to have uh, Magna Freight Pod together mm-hmm. for, the listening. First, for the first time. Um, you know, and just having revisited Scream the first scream for the first time Ooh. since as a kid, uh-huh. like should we, we should, we should try and do like an mm-hmm. in-person, like Magpod, like horror movie okay. night. Like, um, I don't know. We gotta, we gotta start cooking up. Do some dreaming here. We gotta start cooking some stuff, some stuff up, make, make this, this year's Magnified pod. Uh, Absolutely. Even more spooky. Than any, than any of the years past. Some spooky season dreaming coming soon, folks. <laughs> yes. You just hold on. Hold gotta, on to your, your, your scream masks. Hold, hold on to your broomsticks. You know, we got mm-hmm. a, got our horror punk band coming. We got, you know, it's it's only June. We're, we're... <laughs> it's already like, it feels like it's almost Halloween time you for know, me. Do I, I, I have my, I have my skull mask next there to me go. at all times. Yeah. So I still got Halloween candy here. Oh man. That's I, you live in it's... the Halloween life year round. Oh. Like I am. Got great gets... club shirt on, you know, that's right, dude. I'm wearing a, a ghosty shirt myself. That's right. Uh, it gets warm out and everybody's like summer. I'm like, man, that means Halloween is coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, goodbye everyone. Goodbye. Happy five years. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.